Hello, hello. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us. Today we talk to Estelle Vivine, founder of Ethica, an online thrift store. We talk about what circular fashion is and how we can all help our environment through the way we shop. Welcome to Beaming. so excited because I have a special guest today. I am just meeting her for the first time right now, which makes things pretty exciting. We have Estelle Levine with us today. She is the founder of Ethica and a sustainable fashion influencer. So she has dedicated her life so far, I guess, to um, creating, you know, making the planet a better place, which is something I always want to uh, bring to the surface level and and show people how easy it is really to make sustainable changes in their life as well. So thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yay. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Um, I usually like to give my guests a chance to introduce themselves. Just tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, uh, what you're up to, how you kind of got to this point, And then we, we can go in depth, obviously, in a little bit. But I'd love if you could start with just a snippet of that. Yeah. Okay. My name is Estelle Levine. I'm 20 years old. I grew up an hour outside of the city. So my whole childhood, I went into the city. So to get into why I am into sustainable fashion and making that the norm, um, my parents were avid thrifters when they were in their teens and 20s. And I kind of grew up going to thrift stores and because they were models and for castings and stuff, they had to have a bunch of different um, wardrobes. Obviously, models don't have the most disposable income ever. Right. So they passed down their like knowledge of thrifting down to me. And then obviously, I took it and made it my own. But through quarantine, I ended up researching a lot about climate change and stumbling upon facts about the fashion industry and climate. And I didn't know that what I was doing was good for the environment. So I decided to make it into a thing where I can educate people. And through this past year, I've learned so much and I've completely even changed how I thrift and shop for clothes because of this education and like immersion into this like new sustainable fashion world, which is the future of fashion. Right. Wow. That's so cool that your parents were models and like you grew up thrift shopping like it was normal I was gonna ask you know when you were younger that was just probably a part of your life did you have any ideas of what you what your career aspirations were no I well yes it had nothing to do with fashion or thrifting I actually until literally until I took organic chemistry last spring I wanted to be a surgeon okay because I love science I love learning about it I think it's super cool but I think going into the more like in-depth science is not as fun anymore because I like being able to apply it to my life and like thinking about organic chemistry and molecules. You can't really do that. Yeah. But I am very excited about my career. I'm transferring schools, hopefully to a school in New York City to study fashion business and sustainability. So it's definitely changed my life. And it wouldn't have happened if I didn't go viral on TikTok pretty much. So there you go. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. I feel like TikTok, like 
became such a weird part of everyone's life during quarantine, especially what kind of started, you know, your, your TikTok growth and like gaining followers. What were the videos that people liked? This one video went viral Uh and it got 4 million views and 800,000 likes that I gained 150,000 followers in like four hours. So my phone was glitching all day, but um, yeah, that definitely made it take off. Wow. Do you remember what the video was? Yeah, it was just a video of me talking about like, if you want an online thrift store that has cute clothes and like owned by an environmentalist. And it was just like me popping out and like, like a doormat. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> That's so fun. So at that point, so when did you make the decision to create Ethica? And when did you realize that you could make it a online thrift store is such a cool aspect the idea it's funny I was in my I was looking through my snap memories the other day and like every single time I like look into the past I'm like that makes so much sense that I'm on this career path because starting off in middle school and elementary school I was a part of this thing called eco kids where you would go into the woods and they teach about the environment and like I was kind of immersed in that as like as, as a child growing up in nature and then like learning about climate change in high school and I had a teacher who was talking about climate change and crying. And I was like, what? I don't understand. Like, it was like a little uncomfortable because I didn't understand. And now I cry about climate change. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but so I saw that and I was like, okay. And that stuck with me. And then I went to college and there's literally a snap memory of me. And I was studying for finals. So I like was in a nothing matters. Ah, like one of those yeah. like floating rock mentality moments. And I was like, the planet is literally dying and all people want to do is buy things. So then like, when you think about it, I was like, like the economy controls, like if we can stop climate change or not. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, probably the first time I ever thought about that. And then coronavirus quarantine just gave me the opportunity to like really launch into it and like circular economy. What is that? People don't know about it. I've never taken an economics class. So all of my like research is a lot of like everything, everything's online. You can find out and like educate yourself through the internet, which is super crazy resource. But um, yeah, so me launching into that. Right. How I learned about it fashion. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe you could talk a little bit about what circular fashion is. Cause I know I've, I saw it on your website and that seems to be a big part of your mission to help that happen and like change the world in that way. Could you talk about what circular fashion is? So something back the circular fashion stems from the idea of a circular economy. When you think about it right now, our economy is linear and a linear economy is something that's produced in a factory goes to the person who's going to use it or the corporation or whatever, and then is used, its lifespan is done, it's sent off to the landfill, never to be again. So like it has a pretty linear life. Yeah. But with a circular economy, what you do is you use it and then say it's a piece of plastic, they're going to melt it down, make it into something else. And it's about like reusing these resources forever. And then once they are like completely used up, taking them and disposing of them in an eco-friendly way so it doesn't have an impact on the planet at all. When you think about it, that means that we're no longer taking resources from the planet. We're no longer, we're like decimating our environmental impact and it's just all in all very, very good for the environment. 
So when you think about it in a circular fashion, uh, looking at it from a fashion industry, when you look at the fashion industry right now, it's pretty much since the 1990s, it's all been fast fashion. So like that's 10 years before I was born. So it's pretty much ingrained into how people, young people today think, oh, I need this new piece of clothing. I need this. I need this. I'm not going to be up to date with these trends that these companies are pushing out. I'm not going to look cute if I don't have this piece of item of this piece of clothing, I have to get rid of all the other things that I've already invested in and put more money into my wardrobe. Like unnecessarily with circular fashion, instead of following the trends and following, you know, what these companies are pushing out, you really have to like almost look inward and think, okay, what do I want to represent on my body? How am I, how are my clothing going to represent me in the long run? In 10 years, what clothing am I going to be wearing that's going to fit how I feel, who I am as a person. So it's thinking about your clothing as more of a long-term investment yeah. instead of spending like $90 on like nine pieces of clothes from Shein, you'll spend $9 on one really nice item, a classic that you can style many different ways as your style evolves. Yeah. Secondhand clothing comes in when you keep it out of the landfill. Like I, I love hand clothing I think it's so much it's it's a lot more rewarding for me when I go into a thrift store and find something that like I genuinely love that no one else is going to have and going into urban and like finding something that's mass produced that I'll see walking on the street on someone else's body you know yeah and I'm so glad that you know the secondhand clothing market is is becoming bigger on the internet with I follow like a bunch of different just like people on the internet who like find vintage pieces and either alter them or refurbish them uh, or like crop them like and truly anything um, and then resell them as their you know job or side gig like I mean they're just finding creative ways to use uh, used clothing as well and so these days you don't even have to necessarily like, go into a thrift shop you can be shopping online and that's like, where Ethica comes in as well. Tell us a little bit about how you get your products and um, how you choose them. Because I mean, looking at the website, you have so many cute things. It's not just like, you know, t-shirts. And I mean, you like you, you really, it seems like you, you pick things that are in, in style and are kind of pieces that people are looking for. So I started off the company and it was like donation based because I don't have any, like I didn't have any money and like I funded the company myself basically with using what I had in bank account at the time. And uh, obviously like if you look up how much it costs to start a like clothing company, it's hundred thousand dollars. Don't have that. So um, people around the area I was in Seattle at the time I would just reach out to a bunch of people who like I thought had cute clothes via DM and I was like next time you clean out your closet if you would really reach out I'll come pick up the clothes from you so that's how it started and it was like super donation based and like community grew really really fast I ended up making a really good friend from one of the like first people who donated to me which was really funny. oh cool yeah we've like we're like friends now it's so funny and then people would reach out and I'd send them a free shipping label and that was really awesome. But now I kind of wanted it to be a little more curated with like the mission of like timeless. You're going to keep it for a long time and like getting rid of the throwaway culture. So now I go out and I curate the items from thrift stores in New York city. And I also have started going to estate sales as well. Okay, cool. So can people still donate? Do you still like do that at all or not really anymore? What I'm imagining 
is in the future um, when we have more of a curated style that we're looking for and like more parameters around donations that we make sure that they get into someone else's wardrobe because it's a little hard when you don't know what you're getting at all. If they're just sending it. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. What do you think about, have you ever used like Poshmark or Depop or kind of reused clothes? They were kind of, well, for shopping or just like selling purposes or anything. Both. (laughs) I have a lot of trouble with those. I, I honestly, I love thrifting in person. Like it's, it's like therapeutic for me. So yeah, I'm not, I feel like uh, getting into the secondhand like market as like new consumer is it's easier to like shop online which is like why I did Ethica and like that's why a lot of people use Depop and Poshmark but for me I, I love their stores I love the Goodwill bins and like just going but like for myself it's like it's the thrill of the hunt it's the thrill of not knowing what you're gonna find and like but like that was for like sometimes I'll walk in and, and it'll feel like a piece is literally glowing like I was meant to have it so it was fun for me um yeah and the way that I find stuff for the brand is I really think about okay would someone like it now and in five ten years will it, it trend does it fit the trend now but will is it also like not so trendy where it could be worn in the future um I'm all about instead of making yourself at the trend make the trend fit you for example I like long dresses and long skirts are in right now and of course I love them and I don't really have any so I was searching the other day and I saw this really beautiful navy dress that's like gorgeous and I got it and that's not really trendy because it's not a pastel for spring or summer but it fits my aesthetic perfectly right you know yeah that makes sense that's good it's good to think about things like that I know for like years like growing up in high school you just like go to forever 21 or oh god I hate to say it like those the stores where like everything is like six dollars and you just get a bunch of like cheap clothing and then it just like doesn't last you and you just are kind of doing it for to fit the trend at that moment or to fit your body at that moment that's the other thing is like people's bodies change throughout their lives and if we have this idea that uh you know to get well-made pieces but then know what to do with them when they're not suiting you you know they're not suiting you anymore um how to you know add to that circular motion. So what, what do you suggest someone does if they, you know, have never really been a part of a secondhand situation, not like entirely into thrifting, but they're looking to make a a change for our environment. What would you say are good steps to like joining the community? If I had to like tell myself like when I was, cause it was obviously my parents, they were like thrifters and, but I wasn't, I would like still go to Forever 21, like shop mm-hmm. home, like regular, nor more conventional places. Um, if I had to tell myself, okay, you have to, you have to quit fast fashion now, but like, and I would be like, what the heck? Because that's, it's so foreign. I would tell myself to like find like three classic outerwear pieces that fit your style and like, you could see longevity in because I feel like t-shirts and stuff and like tight going out shirts and like those are kind of hard to see longevity in. So 
Um, I have a, a bunch of them from like last year in college and I'm not going to upgrade my going out outfit for like when I go back to school or anything. But what I would tell people who are trying to get into it is definitely find classic timeless pieces that are of your style. And if you don't know your style, then another step before that would be to just start consuming less fast fashion because when you consume less, you're more critical and you think more about what you're buying and you think, oh, is this actually my style? But then you start to create a style that's more sustainable in the long run for you. And then you can apply that to the secondhand clothing. Yeah. It's true that like when you stop and take a minute to like think about it, it's also like I've had to implement it for, you know, growing up like in your 20s. I don't have just income flying everywhere. So I used to go into Target and be like, oh, my gosh, look at these cute clothes. Like I could get one thing or, you know, like I would shop around just because I was there and they weren't too expensive. But now that like I've made secondhand shopping a part of my life, like I don't even look because I'm like, I know that that's not that's not for me. I mean, even if something is really cute, I'll be like, ooh, next time I'm at Goodwill, I'm going to see if I can find like a little shirt that looks like that. My friend the other day said the same thing to me. She was like, I saw this like shirt at Target that was so cute. And I was like, okay, listen up at our secondhand shop right down the street, you know, in like a month or two one of those shirts is going to be there. Like that's just it. Cause pe- people will still buy. And like, I think obviously one day maybe they won't, and which would be great, but you know, think as long as things are still circulating in our communities, you'll find something. It's not like you need it right now. Exactly. It's, it's also like, because fashion moves incredibly fast, like it's you might think it's cute but then will you like it in like two weeks probably not because there's gonna be more clothes like on instagram that you see on tiktok yeah in the store everywhere they like someone on the street's gonna be wearing something different and you're gonna be like okay did i actually buy this clothing because i like it or just because it was like in style in that moment and i saw it in the store yeah so i it's just it's funny because my wardrobe is so curated to my style but like i don't need more clothes for a very long time because yeah adult Estella um yeah wardrobe. and I feel like once people start to just change the mindset about fashion in general it like completely opens your mind to like a new entire world of what you can wear which is interesting <laughs> yeah no it's true so say you are ready to donate some clothes or you know move things out of your closet how do you like suggest people donate so definitely first things first is so as like I was a donation center pretty much and I was trying to like resell the items so yeah definitely like look at the clothing if they're falling apart and they're not if they're not going to be purchased somewhere and you wouldn't if you wouldn't buy it yourself don't donate it to a thrift store because there are places where you can send that actually recycled clothing oh really okay fabrics and I can send you a list of places yes but I don't have them off the top of my head. And you can just send the box of clothes with like stains or rips or like holes because it's definitely also when I'm thrifting and I find something really cute, but it has a huge stain on it. That's like frustrating to, it shouldn't be donated in the first place because like those clothes, you're donating them not to get rid of them, but to give them to another person, like give them another life versus them out. That makes sense. Yeah. That's actually interesting. It's like a change of perspective when you're donating as well, because you're giving the clothes to give them another life and not to throw them out. I was telling a friend I saw this video the other day 
it must have been on TikTok or maybe like Instagram or something. But this girl was like in a bar and she was like looking across the bar at this at this girl and she was like, this girl keeps looking at me. I don't know what she's doing. She's freaking me out. And she like started recording it because she was like stressed out. And she went up to the girl and she said, do I know you? Like, are you, what's, are you okay? What's going on? And the girl's like, I think I donated that shirt last week, like to Plato's closet or something. And did you shop there? And the girl's like, yeah. And they were like, she was wearing her old shirt. And it was just, I just love that. Cause it's like, she passed it on to someone else. Now they're like wearing it out. And it's, it's like kind of like a full circle moment. You never know like what your, what the next step of your piece of clothing will be or like who it'll go to. But the fact that you're giving it another chance to be enjoyed and uh, to be used is like, it's kind of fun. It's exciting. Yeah, totally. Well, that's really cool. That's never like the odds of that happening are so low. I know. That's why I keep thinking about it. Cause I'm like, Whoa, what are the chances? Sometimes like if I donate, we have like a few local thrift stores. Um, and I tend to try to, you know, donate clothing to them, um, before a goodwill just because, um, you know, that's a bigger organization. And, I have like heard some horror stories about like where their clothing can end up sometimes. So I try to, you know, donate locally, but sometimes I'll be like looking through the racks and I'll like see something. And I'm like, I think that was mine for sure. <laughs> but I've never seen anyone wearing something that I donate. But that's, that's great to, to consider. And I'll definitely post some, you know, ways people can recycle clothing because it's true. You want to make sure that you're donating things that people will want to buy and that can, you know, give them another full life. What do you think the future for you looks like for Ethica? And, you know, not to be like, what's your five-year plan? I hate that. But I do like to give people a chance to like, you know, say out loud some things that they would love, you know, dreams um, that they'd like to reach for. So actually we have to Number one, we have to change the name because I, tra- I met with a trademark lawyer and they're like, you have to change the name. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're in, that's in the works. And I really want to use, like, because fashion can be used as a form of protest. So I definitely want to eventually release our own line of, like, sustainable classic pieces. That's a small collection of, like, five items where where you can see people on the street wearing them and it's like okay they are like a part of the slow fashion movement Mm. and they're like choosing to show their clothing and express on them that they are like for a, a slow fashion industry and circular fashion and for this like circular economy that's gonna save the planet. So I really I think it'd be amazing if like one day I go into New York City and there's like a billboard that has the like uh, clothing that is from my business and it's yeah. like styled in different ways for like different types of people showing that it's versatile and like join the movement you know yeah I think that would be amazing <laughs> that would be awesome that sounds so cool yeah that's the other thing is that I mean there's this whole social part of it that is yeah how do we show our support and you know obviously you can 
purchase uh, through and donate through, you know, a system like that, but also showing it on your sleeve and like actually uh, becoming part of the movement as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. That'll, that'll definitely happen. That's so exciting. It's cool. Ethica has definitely like this version of the business has definitely like given me um, so much and I'm very grateful for its existence and like how much it's taught me about like owning a business and having a team and just like being a part of the workforce. Very, very like, I don't know, not very, very young, but like I, not many people do something like this, but um, it's, it's been a very, very awesome experience that has definitely has literally changed my life. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I love like that. You you know, set off to be a surgeon. And then, you know, you just like, it's so important for people to let life kind of guide them sometimes and like take away the control of like, I know exactly what my next step is, but like creating your business and being an entrepreneur is there are rule books for it. And like, you can learn about it, but it's also so much just throwing yourself into it and seeing what works. And in this world of social media, I mean, like it blew up on TikTok. Like you would have never known that that would be your big stepping stone. I think a lot of people want to make these changes in their lives, but maybe just, I mean, when you're not used to something and you didn't grow up going to a thrift store, it can be a weird change, I feel. Yeah, 100%. It's it's oh my god literally I went thrifting with my cousins who they're from Germany and it's like he I took him to thrift store I think I was a freshman in high school and he's like he acted like ew I was like what are you doing just like stop and he was like he was like I was like and now now he's like oh my god I can't wait to come to America and go thrifting with you (laughs) I'm like full circle oh my gosh like, you know, this is, like, literally changing. Like, obviously, thrifting is, like, a trend right now, but trends, unfortunately, don't last. So um, I feel like what I really, really, really want to make it, like, give people the why. Why should you keep doing this? Why is it so important to continue this when it's no longer trending and, like, super cool to be a part of? Yeah. Uh, but it's, like, changing people's mindset. And it's really cool because even if I can change two people's, like, two people's lifestyles and the way they see, like, clothing industry – that I've done my job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's super fun. And that's how you know that you're in the right spot is getting fulfillment from that. And knowing that there are billions of people, but like it takes just one person to make uh, a major change. So um, the fact that you're that person and pushing people to try something new if they haven't or continue and, you know, now you can thrift shop online. That's, I think, super cool. So congratulations for, you know, creating this cool opportunity and for, you know, bringing people into it. Um, I think it's something really to be proud of. Thank you. Yeah. So I wanted to let our audience get to know Estelle a little bit better. So just from any standpoint of your life, you personally, what are you into right now? So right now, funny enough, super on brand, I'm really into like playing dress up. Okay. <laughs> I literally will take 
one thing from my closet and I'll be like, okay, how many, how many different outfits can I create? How many different ways can I style this piece? Of clothing? And it's so fun. It's literally, I challenge your audience to choose one item and make 20 different outfits that are like you could wear and wouldn't like, cause people feel like ashamed about item repeating or whatever. No, like find 20 different ways to style this one item where people would be like, oh my God, that looks like a really fun outfit. Because number one, it's like, gets your creative juices flowing. It's so good for the environment. And then you also have like so many different ways that you can wear this piece that you probably wouldn't have thought about before. Right. And it's about like, like when you say play dress up, I just think like fun and imagination, like like a child. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you're a kid again. So it sounds like something that is also like, enlightening and just like fun it's so fun and then like taking photos I literally my private story on snapchat is probably so fed up with my outfits because I'm like this is my outfit number four of the day (laughs) oh my god I love that I was gonna say you should like make a tiktok trend where you like challenge people to like pick one thing and then like do fun little transitions yeah totally (laughs) because that is so fun okay I'm definitely gonna try that I'm thinking of like what item I could try. I mean, you kind of have to just grab one. Yeah, grab one. It. And then it also tells you like, okay, do you have, because like with my wardrobe, I can literally make like, I don't know. I don't know. I actually should figure out how many outfits are in my wardrobe because I'm like, oh, a thousand outfits. I have no idea how, how many outfits, but like an absurd amount of outfits just because of my wardrobe, they're all super like, this is yeah. a statement piece, you know, and it shouldn't be able to go with a bunch of different statement pieces. My whole wardrobe is statement pieces that all go together. Yeah. So it's, and you can style them all different ways. So right. doing this challenge really gives you a chance to see, okay, is this my aesthetic? Yeah. You know, like it helps you figure out like what your aesthetic is too. I don't know. And I feel like that's super important when it comes to sustainable fashion and discovering like what you're going to have in the long run. What do you, what do you love? What do you, what are you genuinely going to buy that you love? I've loved to see like over the years, my fashion change. I mean, I fashion, I should say style. I'm not fashionable, but like <laughs> just what I reach for has changed over the years, especially in the past year. Like, I don't know. I've just like grown to love comfort over, you know, like I want to feel good in everything I wear. So a lot of things might be like a little baggy, but I, you know, can then cinch it at the waist and that like gives you some figure or you can just wear it as a big t-shirt or, you know, like younger me, like would not pick those things. I'd probably be like, that's just a big shirt. Like, (laughs) but that's, I think that's why it's important. Like, especially when you're growing up to be open to that and acknowledge the circular fashion industry and how you can be a part of it when your style does change because it will because you're growing up (laughs) and you're a different person every other year so uh no I think that that's super fun to challenge yourself and you know see maybe you'll find that something doesn't work for you anymore and you can pass it on where can our listeners find you do you have you know give us some of your social media and where we can follow along with your journey and ethica's journey so ethica at ethica nyc on instagram is the brand's instagram where i will also be featuring my outfit of the days and talk about sustainable fashion in my life and my fashion journey and like sustainability and then my personal instagram Um, is where I post obviously like a lot of outfits as well and then I also talk about like I post social issues that I do care about Um, so if you're interested in that and the combination then 
follow both or follow one, check it out. I would really appreciate and be active because I love interacting with people on social media. So Yay, I love following people who like show their style because I need inspiration. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I have a shirt like that. I could definitely find a way to style something with that but I'll definitely link all of your um, all of your social media in the description of this episode so make sure to go check her out we've covered so much today I don't want to take more of your time but thank you so much for being on beaming I'm really excited for my listeners to learn about you and to now be able to follow along with your journey and join Ethica's mission as well Yes, I'm super excited to have them. I'm so excited. Yay! (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Thank you so very much for tuning in today and for being a supporter for the last 20 episodes of Beaming. I cannot even believe I'm saying those words. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I would not be so excited to do these episodes every week if it weren't for you and your support. So thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Estelle and that you hit up a thrift store or Ethica um, sometime soon. I hope you all have a wonderful day and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.